Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by Eddie Macias, creator and founder of Amil and Mace Marchi Films. In the past couple months, I've been following, I've been admiring the ambition, the drive. Um, I'm very blessed and honored to have him in front of me today. So without further ado, how you doing, Eddie? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Hey man, shit, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta recognize the, the, the talent out this city. I mean, you've been, you've been putting in a lot of work, man. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I appreciate you having me here in your, your space, and uh, hopefully we can, uh, yeah. knock it out. Well, we'll let the people know. Hey <laughs> man, <laughs> don't worry, bro. It's gonna be okay. You need a hug? <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> So man, yeah. What you been up to lately? Uh, man, lately it's uh, a lot of planning. A lot of planning for this new year. Um, there's so many things that I want to accomplish this year. Yeah. Um, and just same old man, just working hard and trying to level up. Yeah, well, you're a man of many trades, but we'll we'll end up getting into that in the interview for sure. But uh, let's jump in. Let's do it. All right, where are you from? Um, I was born in Chicago, mm-hmm. but um, originally I was raised in Mexico, a little town called La Piedad in oh. Michoacan, the state of Michoacan. Okay. Um, but uh, we decided to come back uh, when I was eight years old, so we lived in Chicago for about another year and a half, and then we moved up to Milwaukee. Yeah. How old were you when you moved to Milwaukee? Um, I was about nine years old when we moved to Milwaukee, so I'm about to be 40 next month, so I've been here. My boy about to hit that 4 <laughs> baby. For sure, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I just turned 34, bro. Oh, you still you still got some time. This year of Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, how was it... Uh, uh, when you moved to Milwaukee, how was that that transition? Uh, man, it was honestly it was difficult. It was very different than everything that I was used to. You know, um, just the language, I guess, was one of the most difficult things for me. You know, trying to communicate and 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 learn. It was kind of difficult in school trying to um, you know do homeworks and, and just really understanding. And, and focus on what the teachers were telling me when, you know, the language was just I've always, was difficult, you know. I've always said, man, you know, to to make that type of transition is respectable. I mean, you your your first language is Spanish and then you learn this secondary language and 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 I mean, that takes a lot of work, man. That's oh, like yeah. me trying to learn some <laughs> Yeah. I guess just you know, when you're younger, just everything kind of sticks a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, because of obviously school and your friends and uh, you know, cartoons. It's all and, around you. You know, right. Yeah. So um yeah, it was it was difficult, but um to be honest, like I, I think uh just the wanting to make friends and, and really being able to fit in with people got me really wanting to really learn yeah. uh, how to speak the language. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, man, kudos to you. You speaking <laughs> great English right now, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. I actually ran into a buddy that uh I went to middle school with and he he was one of the guys that would always, you know, make fun of me about, you know, how I how how I talked and everything. Yeah. And then I ran into him and he was like, Hey man, this is this is you? And I was like, Yeah, this is me. He was like, Man, you don't have a heavy accent anymore. Yeah. You know, like you used to. He was like, I think you speak better English than I do now. <laughs> so that was that was kind of cool, you know, to um, to see somebody that you know would clown on me. Yeah, for, for sure. For talking a certain way to to now being like, you know. yeah. Well, you know, well the transition is here. Now you're doing big things. You're a man of many <laughs> trades. Let's talk about that, huh? Like when I say trades, I just you got your hand in a little bit of everything. You mind going over that? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Um, I started off as a barber, mm-hmm. and from the barbering, I kind of um, had a lot of, you know, 
also time in my hands and met a lot of uh, different people in the city and the community that um, were into, you know, making music. Yeah. So then I kind of, um, you know, kind of got into the to the music uh, by getting to know a few people that um, were recording, that were uh, producing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I've always just been a creative, so that really intrigued me to to be a part of that, to learn that, you know. Yeah. Um, like, before, you know, it started all with, like, the break dancing and, and, and just trying always to do something creative. So, you know, um, so, yeah, so I did the barbering. Then I did the music stuff. And then from the music stuff, I kind of got into, like, the whole videography. Yeah. Um, Damn, man. Look you know? at you, bro. Yeah. Well, um, what, at what age did you start um, barbering? Uh, professionally at a barbershop, I started when I turned 18. Okay. Um, but when you first When I up. first picked it up, I was, I would say, about 13 years old. 13? 13. Yeah, I started... Uh, Kind of uh, me and my buddy, we started kind of cutting each other's hair, kind mm. of learning and stuff. And then uh, guinea pigs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of bad haircuts back back in those days. But um, uh, thanks to that, man, I, I was able to perfect uh, the haircuts and, and you know, yeah. and, and just, get that practice and just in get man. better. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, at what age? Um, well, you obviously were cutting hair. You started at thirteen. What at what age did you um make that trend through meeting people? Music become? Um, I was about twenty years old when okay. when I was like, you know, I, I really want to do uh, this music thing. Um, I linked up with one of my childhood friends, Omar, which he's a producer, and that's honestly the only producer that I really have worked with all these years, you know, I just trust his, uh, his ear and I trust his, uh, his work and, and, you know, and, and everything. He, he's very precise about how he wants, wants guidance. it to be and the quality to be there, you know? So, so yeah. Um, so I was about, yeah, 20 years old. Um, we started a group called La Liga okay. and there we brought in, um, two more guys into the group. Uh, we started performing um, here in Milwaukee, the South Side. Then we got invited to perform in Chicago. Then we got invited to perform in Madison. And then we were like in like uh, I guess like contests, like um, yeah. So we were yeah we were doing the the whole music thing, and uh, from there that's when uh, I decided to become a producer rather than the artist. I didn't really want to be. In the f in the front forefront, yeah, I kind of wanted to be more behind the scenes, and, and and I just felt like becoming a producer would open more doors because mm -hmm. that would allow me to work with a lot more artists and just uh, just have more chances, I guess, to to really make something out of this music rather than for me to just focus on myself and 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 uh, and, and and the putting out the music and yeah, it was just you know at that time I feel like. Uh, Doing everything by myself as an artist was just too much. Yeah. So uh, that's part of the reason why I started to learn on my own different things too, you know, because uh, I knew that I couldn't really count on people or I really didn't know people in the mm -hmm. industry. So I was like, you know, well, I'm well you wanted to be independent. Definitely. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've always been down for, for a team. Yeah. But uh, like I said, just... The way things were, it's just like I had to learn how to do this on my own, you know. Yeah, who were um who were musical influences for you? Musical influences, uh, I have a lot of uh, different influences. Uh, I listen to a lot of Spanish music. I listen to a lot of like rap and stuff like that. Who was who were the artists though? The artists, I guess, back in the day, like the artists that um that I really listened to and like was Dr. Dre, honestly. Dr. Dre, okay. Dr. Dre, honestly, was one of the top guys that I was like, man, I want to be like like that guy, you know? Yeah. Out of, like, the whole, you know, around that era, like, everybody that was doing it, I felt like Dr. Dre. I was like, he's, you know, he's the, the producer. He's also the rapper. Mm -hmm. and he's doing music videos. And, 
you know, just I liked his whole his whole um artistry, you know. Yeah. So how did uh video come into play? How long did you do music and and what age did did video come into play? I did I did music for I produced music for like about eight years. And um so I was doing everything kind of underground. And then I decided to finally kind of go public, you know. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go public with it because, you know, I was like, if I don't put this work out there publicly, like, I'm not going to get anywhere, you know. Nobody's Any gonna, recognition, yeah. Right, nobody's really going to know who I am or what I'm doing. It's just, you know, so, you know, I, I was like, I need to meet more people. I need more work. So I decided to go public with it and when I went public with it I um I produced a beat and got this girl to sing a song in it and it was for a contest that uh Kiss FM had yeah and sure enough you know I, I hit her up and she's like uh yeah I'll, I'll, I'm down to do the the track with you and you know it was uh it was a Latin freestyle Mm-hmm. Track. I'm not sure if you're familiar. With yeah, that. definitely, yeah. bro. I'm Puerto Rican, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, uh, uh, Latin freestyle had died out, and the time that we were doing it was like you know nobody mm-hmm. really, like people knew about it, but you know the new age they didn't really know what yeah. it was. So even the girl that I told her, you know, I, I was like, hey, you know, I want to do a freestyle, Latin freestyle song. And she was kind of like, you know, she was way younger. So she was kind of like, oh, you know, what is that? And I, I showed her a couple tracks and she was like, oh, OK, that's cool, you know. And uh, I just felt like her voice fitted to do something like that. And I kind of wanted to do it because, like, um, I noticed that certain music that, that people did back in the day was starting to come back. It was starting to yeah. get popular. So I was like, hey, maybe I could start something up again and, you know, have people start doing freestyle music because everybody loved it, you know, yeah. it worked. But um, so, yeah, sure enough, we we did that track and uh, we, I sent it over to, I actually drove over there and I took it in and gave it to the producers for the contest. And as I was driving off, not even like three minutes later, they call me and they're like, hey, uh, the producer heard your your track and we love it. He's a big fan of Latin freestyle. He's, you know, he's amazed that you, you guys brought it back. You know, it's been gone for over, you know, 20 yeah. years, whatever. So after that, that's kind of, honestly, that's kind of like when I was like, oh man, like, all right, so we're going to be in a contest. We're going to need content. We're going to need photos. We're going to need video clips. We're going to, you know, so plus I had a list of other artists that work with me and, you know, that, wanted music videos but you know we reached out to some people and and asked prices and stuff like that and the videos were just too expensive at that time at least for you know for our budget it was just they were too expensive so um so i said you know screw it i'm gonna get the the camera and i'm gonna learn this myself and you know and just you know get it going and that's how the whole how the whole video stuff kind of who 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 were um, inspirations as far as um, seeing um, videography? Um, well, I, I've always been a, a fan of like movies and, and directors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like just how you know their creative process that they you know that they have to create a movie is just to me it's like you know it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've always been the person that I wanted to, you know, take everything apart. Like, how did they do this? How did they, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would say that, uh, that re- that's what really intrigued me. And then I started kind of like looking in my own city to see who, who's doing this type of stuff, you know? And honestly, the, the first person that I, I heard about doing music videos and stuff like that was Philly Flyboy. Oh really, Philly? Yeah, Philly. Yeah, he's great, man. You know, we had him on the platform, man. Did his thing. He's mentored me, man. Like just every time I hit him up, I'm like, hey, man. Because of him, I got a, a video clip at uh, right now at twenty point two thousand views. Wow. And that's listening to him, right, right. And just the way I've been marketing, he, man. The day, uh, the week we were, uh, 
we were promoted him, he really like he dropped some knowledge on me. So, yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's a smart dude, man. And honestly, um, um, every once in a while when I see him drop like some knowledge, like you know, yeah. like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll listen to that. I'll, I'll take that in because Philly facts, you know. Right, because yeah. if it's worked for him, you know, like I'm not saying that it'll work for me, but at least it's some type of guide to, you know, yeah. be like, all right, well, you know, if he's saying this, it's, it's for a reason, you know, he's been yeah. he's been in the game for long enough to to know these facts, you know? the ins and outs. Right. Yeah. What drives your work ethic? What what like how do you get the motivation and in, in in the type of work ethic you have? Because you're you're a pretty busy man, you know. Honestly, I would say what drives me to do everything I do, first and foremost, is uh, my family, you mm -hmm. know, because just like everybody else, I have, you know, I have to take care of, of my family and, 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 and everything, you know. And, um, and then the other thing that drives me is just being creative, man, like just being able to get creative and and turn something in, out of nothing, you know, that that's mm -hmm. really what I like, man. I think that's what gets me going, you know, like yeah. Um, when I see us create something that started from just an idea and then to see the final product and to be like, wow, this is even better than what I had thought or pictured, you know, yeah. and that just kind of gets me to be like, all right, now I want to do something else and I want to do it better. And I think I learned something from this last one. So I think this one's going to be better yeah. now. And, you know, I think that's that's really what, what drives me is, you know, my family and, you know, just being creative. Because I feel like if um, you don't stay creative, if you don't stay like, you know, with that inner child of wanting to, you know, be curious and try things, uh, life can get pretty boring. Yeah, you know, yeah, man. And through the doing this this platform, you know, um, I've seen I've, this is a, a different side of me that I've I've never had this much passion and love and hunger and to grind right. out for it. So yeah, I definitely could connect with what you're saying, man. Yeah. Um, when did you found um, Amil? Uh Almin started in twenty. The idea started in twenty nineteen. Okay. Um, the idea behind Almin was to kind of uh, put the spotlight on talent, mm -hmm. on local talent, but also to um, kind of do some marketing. Like, yeah. we wanted to do some marketing. We wanted to put the spotlight on people. Uh, we wanted to do things to help the community. And, you know, and we did. Like, er honestly, everything that we put our mind into while we were doing Almil, like, it ended up happening, you know? It's still running, right? You still running? It's still running. Right now, we're still in the process of, like, kind of uh, rebuilding mm -hmm. because... Um, we move. We had to move from the building that uh, we originally had, Almin, mm -hmm. and I feel like uh, from the process of moving and everything, like um, just everything, kind of didn't fall back into place like how it was at the other building. Yeah. So I feel like right now um, I'm in the stage of like, okay, like this is what we did in the past. Uh, I learned a few things from it. And I feel like now um, the ideas and and everything else that's you know starting to to boil. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have a better comeback and a better impact. On yeah. So you just you for the moment being, it's like we're gonna take a pause. Yeah, we're gonna take a pause, and you know, like I said, bring new fresh ideas and and see what worked, and also see what didn't work, so we don't keep making those mistakes you know? yeah um how about maced marchy films that's i i just seen you drop the the, the logo and it light yeah, up it was, the new logo shout out to geo for putting that together for me um, geo it hitting hard geo it hitting hard hitting hard radio and if you haven't heard that radio you get online right now <laughs> 
That's right. Bam. I'm going to do this. <laughs> feel like a reggaeton song is about to start. Rompe, <laughs> rompe. Uh, but Mace Marchy uh, films. Um, what? Uh, when did that? When did you find that? So the reason why I started Mace Marchy Films is because everybody knew me as Drastic Beats, and you know I was a producer. I was producing beats for everybody, and it was Drastic Beats, Drastic Beats, and I wanted to create a different brand, a different name, so everything isn't just tied up to the same thing, you know? Yeah. Because I felt like if I tied everything to the drastic beats, then more of the people that um, musicians would just kind of look for me for just music videos. Yeah. So I decided to create Mace Marchy Films to just kind of open the market up for me a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But yeah, man, uh, Mace Marchy Films... It's funny how the name came about, to be honest, because I was just on Facebook and there was this uh, meme that said there was a Star Wars meme. And then it said, uh, uh, take the first uh, three letters of your last name then take uh, the first two letters of your first name, then take the the first three letters of your mother's name. Yeah. And then take the first three letters of the um, of the city you were born in. Oh, wow. And that's your Star Wars name. Wow, bro. For real? So <laughs> when I put it all together, it was Mace Marchy. Yeah. You know? And I was like, dope. it sounds that's... different. It sounds, you know, it sounds different, you know? like and uh, I was wondering how you came up with that <laughs> name, man. I, I mean, like... you probably have a Star Wars name yourself, too, if you oh. take... You oh, know, do the process. We're going to do it after we're done with this interview. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm real curious. And then you... Might see on my Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might change your name to that now. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how uh, the Mace Marchy uh, name came about. Um, then I added, obviously, the films, just so people know really what it stands for, what it really is. Yeah. Um, and then, man, like, it just, like... Was it last year, the... Um, the Mace Marchy films? Yeah. Uh, Mace Marchy Films actually started, I want to say, man, like, yeah, like, uh, 2018. 2018? Okay. Around there, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I had the whole, uh, Mace Marchy Films before I, um, met Gio. Um, I think, I'm not sure, but correct me, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but. Yeah, no, I think you, it, I think it was uh, in, in 2018 when the whole name came about. But uh, I, I was already doing videos before that um, yeah. under the name Drastic. But like I said, it's just like it wasn't. I felt like it wasn't, you know, opening more doors. It was just kind of like staying in the, mm-hmm. the whole music scene, and I needed to expand. You are heavily involved in the Latino community. You being a Latino yourself, the work that you do, what does that mean to you? Um, man, I, I feel like, uh, you know, helping helping my people out and my community and, you know, where I was, you know, basically raised for, you know, majority, of my, majority, majority of my life. Of my yeah. life um, it, it was just, uh, it was a proud and a happy feeling to, to be able to contribute to to this city and this community, you know, uh, we did things with Almil that um, I never imagined that would, you know, get done or or would, or would be something that, you know, that would be in our path, you know. Yeah. You know, we did uh, some food drives, we did some toy drives, um, we did some free concerts for people. Uh, we did an event for uh, you know when the whole COVID thing happened. We did we did a we did an event. We did a like a like a live concert for people and just kind of putting out the message out there to you know to stay safe, uh, stay healthy, you know, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a couple artists that you know they gave us their time and and they came and and you know and and we put a show together. You know, it, it was it was kind of crazy because uh, it was. For us, it was like a, 
Well, at least for me. I can't I can't speak for everybody else, but it was like a sad, happy type of yeah. moment with the whole um, COVID thing happened because that's originally when we had the idea and, you know, we were so pumped up about this new idea and this new company that we're about to build. And, you know, and um, I was just like, we're finally going to give the spotlight and the recognition to people. And, you know, we're going to do marketing the way that we like would imagine it, you know, yeah. that we want. Would be that platform. Right. It would be yeah. that platform. And, you know, like it, it was crazy because uh, like I, I wouldn't shut up about it. Like it was every time I would post something on Facebook, it would be like something hashtag Almil or Almil is going to do this or Almil is this, you know, mm-hmm. like I really, really, really hyped it up. Like yeah. I hyped it up to the, to the fullest so that people could really start believing, you know. Yeah. Like um, you have to, man. You know, it's so your honestly, and, and honestly, a lot of people, especially at the barbershop, you know, like I would cut the hair and then you know I would kind of just start talking about the idea just to see what people's reactions were. And a lot of people were just kind of yeah, that yeah, that would be cool, man. Yeah, but like nobody really thought that it would really come together. Yeah, especially I don't know, especially because I I think because people just saw me as Eddie the barber, you know, mm-hmm. but. Behind all that stuff, they didn't know that, you know, like, we were producing already. We can engineer. Yeah. We can mix. We can shoot videos. We can edit. Well, you know. Yeah. And and, and with that evolution, um, you actively manage a couple artists? Yeah, that's right. Um, so, with the whole Almin brand, um, I decided to... I decided to start a record label because, uh, like, I, like I mentioned earlier, like I did work with artists before, and I just felt um, it was the right time to start a record label because the company Almir, um, it, it got kind of in a pause because of the whole COVID situation. You know, we were planning to have guests, we were planning to to do so many so many things that because of COVID and um, we it weren't restricted and it, it was restricted it, it and everything. So then, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I hit up Gio, my partner, and I told him, I was like, you know what, bro, I think I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm gonna start this record label, um, Almir Records, and just kind of start off here and just kind of keep the Almil name in people's yeah. mind and everything because obviously right now we're not going to be able to do anything with the actual Almil TV which was going to be yeah. the shows and the podcast I was radio. watching and I you know <laughs> I came a little bit too late but that was the goal I was like I always wondered I'm like cuz all I heard was Mace Marchi and I'd always wonder I'm like man if I can get on that you know on that network and they represent, you know, Milwaukee. Man, I Man. think I think honestly, you would you would you would have been a great fit to it, you know. I I, I truly appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but um, I was a fan, and I definitely followed. So you know, having you here today is really an honor, man, because I have been following your work for. Quite a while. I I didn't know who the mysterious man was, but here you are. Yeah. Um, no. I. You know. After. Um, you know, after the whole move, like we we started it up again, but it was just it was it's like, just not the timing isn't there. It, it wasn't there. Yeah. So, what um what type of pros and cons, like you know, has it been through managing the artist, through balancing a, a film, um. What are the pros and cons, and how have you managed to, yeah, make balance? Well, honestly, I'll start. I'll start with the cons. Uh, the cons about you know doing everything that we that we did with Almil and with May Smarchy Films. It's like it's 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 a lot of things that we're trying to do all at once. Yeah, and. The cons about that is time, you know, like you, I barely had time to really spend time with, with my family, um, to do the things that I used to normally do, like hang out with my friends and, you know, maybe watch some games or whatever. Like there was a lot of sacrifices that I had to go through to 
really establish yeah. myself and, and the company. Um, and, and pros? And the pros, uh, man, just uh, the people that I met uh, through, the, through the journey, um, a lot of professional people, a lot of smart people, a lot of people that uh, really supported us, backed us up to this day, you know, a lot of people that really believed in us. Um, I would say that that's the pros, man, like just the networking, the networking and, 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 and the doors that are opening and just, you know, the places that we've gotten to and seen and the people, like I said, the people we met, I, I would say that that's probably the the pros, you know, because, I mean, without people, I guess my company and what I do and everything wouldn't even really matter. Yeah. You know? um, what are highlights throughout your career that stand out for you, like accomplishments? What What is, what stands out? Well, to be honest, I have um, some accomplishments that, you know, that are the top tier for me, you know. But uh, I would say the the accomplishment that I, I think, like, really got my mind um, to think of myself as being unstoppable and that I could really yeah. do anything I want to do started off with... Uh, when I got that that song on the radio, yeah. you know the confidence that I had going to Kiss FM and having the CD, and I I was just like, when they hear this, I know they're gonna like it, you know. Mm -hmm. So for me, getting on the radio and having all these people and the whole South Side supporting uh, us and, and yep. the artists that I was working with was really like. You know, like, honestly, I, I almost felt like I had made it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I made it. And I'm not even the singer, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not even the artist. But it, it was that type of feeling that I was like, man, if I can do this, I can do something bigger. Yeah. And bigger. And I can do, you know, it's all on me. Because, like, if I have the tools and I put myself to work, like, I'm just going to keep opening doors and keep, you know, doing bigger things. And and I, I feel like, honestly... uh that build up my confidence to to go to take it further you know like honestly like when i bought my first uh uh cinema camera mm -hmm. you know a lot of people were like dude you're gonna you're gonna drop seven thousand dollars on a camera you know what what are you thinking you know like yeah like your car's not even worth that you know <laughs> you're gonna spend seven thousand dollars buy yourself a car instead you know yeah, and I was just like, no, nah, man. Like the confidence that I have that I'm gonna do something great with these cameras and yeah, and with the knowledge you that believe. I have. Yeah, you believe, and that's that's what counts. That's what I love about doing these these interviews because you all, everyone I interview, all has something in common. Yeah. They have passion for what they do. Yeah, man. You 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 really have to, man. You can't you can't. Be a doubter. You can't doubt yourself. Yeah, you know, and you can't surround yourself around people who are naysayers either. Right. I mean, you got to protect. You got to protect that vision. Right. But and, and and honestly, I'm I'm very, very very hard on myself. Like if something doesn't go the way that that I wanted to, or that I pictured, or or like if I shot something and then I look in the shot and there's something in there that I didn't want in there, like. Like, I beat myself up a lot. But then I'm like, all right, now I know that for next time, i got to check everything. i got to make sure that the levels are right or whatever, you know. So it's, it's you know, it's that. It's always trying to to make everything um, as best as I can. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you saying those accomplishments, um, you recently did something very major. You were a part of this past year's Latin Grammys. Right. How was that experience? I, cu I couldn't believe it, you know? Like, I was just like, wait, what? We're going to go to the Latin <laughs> Grammys? Like, yeah. you know, at first, at, at first I couldn't believe it. And then, then I really started thinking about um, the things that we had accomplished and, and everything that, you know, that it has taken to get to 
you know, for us to be offered to come to the Latin Grammys. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I think we really do deserve this. I think we really deserve to be um, in this position, you know, because we put in so much work. And sometimes, honestly, like, I don't know. I feel like everybody's felt like that at, at some point where, like, you've put in so much work and you're like, man, when is this going to pay off? Or when is this, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, it, it for me, it was one of those things that I just came to to realize, like, man, like. It was know, a surreal moment. It was a surreal yeah. moment. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I wasn't like, you know, like super surprised. You know, I wasn't yeah. like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe this is happening. You know, yeah. it, it really didn't happen for me like that. You know, yeah. it was exciting because I was like, yeah, oh, I want to know what happens over there. You know, what do what are we really going to do? You know, like uh, to meet the artists and everything like that's cool and everything. But, you know, we've met artists, we've shot artists before. So I guess it was just more for me, the curiosity of what really goes on behind the scenes. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, what are the artists really like, like to be in front of them like this mm -hmm. instead of just seeing them on TV or whatever, you know. But like I said, um, um we've been used to 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 being around artists already and um just maybe not this scale yeah of uh artists um but it, it was it was quite the experience man and like I, like i said like it was a it's a life changing experience to be honest because yeah. That's awesome. now like i said now i feel more confident again you know like i feel yeah. like man like <laughs> like when i came back i was like man this year we're going to win a Latin Grammy, you know, that's how, you know, that's how I feel like if I work hard enough mm -hmm. with, with the artists that I'm working with and we really, really dream it, we really want it, you know, you even, be, even yeah. just to get nominated would be, yeah, would be crazy, you know. Well, you got a hard work, work ethic, but let's, let's go ahead and. My boy went to the, the Latin Grammys. He's all humble here right now. <laughs> Let me be excited for you. You damn right I went to the Latin Grammys. <laughs> yeah, no, we went, man. And um, shout out to to Gio, you know, my partner. We went over there and we executed. We did uh, We did amazing, man. Like uh, the artists. Uh, you guys were the only ones from the Midwest, too. That's a right. Right? Right. Yeah. And, uh, man, like I said, everybody that's, that went into that suite, Artist, manager, uh, just groupie, whatever. Uh, <laughs> like everybody was really impressed and, and, and very happy, and and, and, um, and you know, and really shocked of the the work that we were doing there. You know, everybody yeah. really, you know, gave it to us. They were like, "Man, you guys are amazing. You guys are doing great." You know, like yeah. Um, you got any new ventures coming up? Um, any gems you can drop? I mean, there's a there's a a short film that I have in 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 mind that I've already talked to a couple people. I already have a couple actors mm -hmm. that are okay. um, involved. Um, not quite sure when we're gonna you know start the filming or when we're gonna drop it, but it's something that I really want to do. And I think um, that's gonna put like a whole different uh, perspective of what May Smarchy Films is because we've done short films, we've done um, documentaries, mm -hmm. uh, but now I really want to get into doing more uh, movie-like stuff. Is this um, a Spanish movie or? Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a little bit of both. Okay. But uh, for sure, this first one it's gonna be in Spanish and it's gonna have English subtitles. Um, I'm a big fan of the whole, um, you know, Mexican movies. You know. Yeah. I feel like you know those directors and actors for Mexican movies they just um, they they really do a great great job with what they have. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not so Hollywood, but you know the the movies that they make, I feel like are more uh, realistic and, and and just have always like some type of uh, message, yeah, in them. Um, 
that you know that you can re- relate to. Um, just they're they're not so fiction, you know. I always tell this to anyone doing projects like that: you need an extra. You hit me up. <laughs> you need for someone sure. to get hit by a, a bowling ball. That's me. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so, um, where do you see see uh, Almil Mace Marchi films in the next five? Oh man, hopefully, man, hopefully we're. In a TV channel, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we are in everybody's, you know, phone as an app or something. But definitely, um, I, I see Almil and Mace Marchi films um, being like a well-respected, like if it would be like Univision or okay. Telemundo, like, you know. Yeah. Um, I know it's a, it's, it's, it's a very you know, big dream to, to, to think that, but, um, I, I think the way that, you know, the future is coming at us, like nothing's going to be really impossible anymore. You know? Yeah. I think, uh, eventually radio is just going to disappear. I think TV is just going to be, um, kind of like how YouTube is. Yeah. You know, like everybody's going to be able to have their own channel um, everybody, you know, I think the future, what the future holds is just everything is going to be video. It's going to be visual. It's going to be visual. It's going to be like, you know, 3D images popping up in front of you and, um, into the future, you know, there's, there's, uh, cameras and stuff that are coming out that are, you know, ensuring that, the future is just going to be crazy when it comes to the visuals. And, you know, me, um, like, me love, loving just the whole video and, and the creating, like, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for new equipment that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like me, like, I always try to stay on top of the, you know, the, um, the equipment because... To be honest, yes, you you can have an old camera and you can make magic with an old camera or whatever, but there's certain things that new equipment that comes out has that will make your quality or make your 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 story better, you know? Yeah. Just like like now, you know, we're using these microphones, you know, why are we using these microphones? Because it's going to make the content mm-hmm. so much better quality, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I really, you know, I think the whole 3D thing is going to be, um, yeah. the whole virtual 3D thing is going to be crazy, man. I yeah. think, uh, like, the other day, you know, I, I bought the uh, the virtual VR for my son, and, you know, I I tried it on, and as I'm looking through there, I see Megan Thee Stallion is going to have, uh, like, a VR concert, you know? Oh wow! And to me, that's crazy because, like, you know, you you pay to go, obviously, see them in person or whatever. But with those VR things, like, you're literally, you know, the artist is right in front of you, you know, like, and that to me is just like mind blowing because uh, I can only imagine, you know, every the possibilities of everything. Like, you know, like I have family in Mexico. Mm. And let's say now everybody's wearing VRs and I'm literally in my grandma's kitchen having a conversation with her. Yeah. It, you it, know, it, it's just, yeah. I think that's where we're heading. And, you know, I think as a, as a, as a director and as a, a film producer, I think that's, I want to focus on yeah. the future, you know. What advice would you give to aspiring youth, um, coming up right now um, in the route you took? Try to pay attention to what's going around you. Like, um, as far as if you want to be in the same field field as, like, me, like, doing uh, video work and stuff like that, you have to pay attention to what's going around you, you know? Um, as far as uh, what everybody else is doing, too. I'm not saying pay attention to what everybody else is doing so you can copy them and do the exact same thing, but always pay attention because 
you don't want to fall into the spot that you're doing what everybody else is doing, you know? Yeah. You want to stay original. You want to stay different. But, um, like, I, I, you know, myself, like, I notice other videographers' work and, and what they do and everything. And I just, I pay attention because, you know, if I start doing the same type of videos or the same content or the same thing, like, then it won't stand out. Like, why go to me when they could just go to the guy that's already originally doing it you know yeah. i'm just kind of like a, that's a, a copy you know that's exactly how i feel you know like that's why i'm I'm adamant about quality from the video to the audio um just wanting it to to flow that's right awesome. so i would say you know stay original stay original uh create from your ideas uh yet yeah, you know take pointers from other people um Take uh, you know, classes. Take courses from from people. There's a lot of um, online courses that you could take to to better your 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 craft, your skills. Um, just learning, um, learning lighting, learning audio, learning all that stuff. Even if you if you're just gonna focus on one thing, but it's always good to know even just a tad of something else, you know. And honestly, like. Um, I would say like something that my brother said to me, like you're worth as much as you know, mm -hmm. you know? So he told me that. And then I, th that really stuck in my head, you know? And then he's like, okay. I was like, you're only worth as much as you know. So I was like, so what do I know? You know, well, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. And then I started thinking, I was like, well, the more I learn, the more possibilities and more doors I could open, you know. If I can't, if this doesn't work, then I already know how to do this too, yeah. you know. And um, I think that for me, um, that's another thing that that it's always in the back of my head. Like, you know, I have to learn. I have to be able to figure this out so I can, you know, progress and 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 everything else. And then I read this. Uh, article once and it said uh to become a master at something um you have to practice and 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 follow up and do that for seven years straight to become a master at it yeah so you know then i started thinking about how you know how i kind of got started you know first i started with the music i did about like 10 years of that and then I got to the point where honestly, like I felt like, okay, like not not like now I know everything, but I know enough that I can move on to do something else now and I'm not gonna forget or not know how to do this anymore. Like I, I got this in the bag already. Yeah. Same thing with the with the with the barbershop, you know. Before when I first started at the barbershop, like a client would come in and I would look at his hair and I'd be like, Man, I don't know if I could do that haircut. Or I you know, I would just get nervous and after being there for years, it's just like anybody could walk in with any haircut, any ethnicity or anything. And you're just comfortable. And I'm yeah. comfortable and I'm just like, all right, you know, like, so confidence, confidence is like, like I said, very important. Um, it's important for you to, you know, just keep practicing, keep trying. Even if you fail, just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it until, until you know, until people start really... Noticing your work, you know, noticing that, you know, that there's progress because there is people that um, that I've met that that want to do similar things um, that I do. Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll try it for like a week or two, maybe a month at the longest. And it's just like they find out it's not for them because you got to you, you really got to love you really got to love this. You know, you yeah. can't just, uh, you know, you can't go in it thinking like. I'm just going to do this for the money, you know? Yeah. Because if you go with that mentality, it's just like, oh, I'm going to make this and I'm going to sell this for this or, and I'm going to get that money. And that's like, for me, that's not happiness. For me, it's like, man, I got to make this because I want it to look good because I want it to sound good, yeah. you know? And then, and then people, you know, I feel like people will respect that more and, 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 you know, and it'll be more organic, you know, if you mm -hmm. get followers or people liking your, your craft. 
Awesome. Well, man, I appreciate you coming out. For sure. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, man. No, thank you for, for being a part of this. Um, I respect you. I respect your grind. Um, us being able to work together, that has been, that has meant a lot. So for sure. um, I definitely look forward to continuing that and just, you know, we don't know what the future holds, but definitely let's make something happen. We all can be proud of, um, you know, th this next generation coming through. Uh, they they need guidance. And, oh, for sure. You know, we've been here. So yeah. um, I appreciate you uh, setting the example, setting a bar, and just being a part of this journey. Um, but with that being said, <laughs> you know, without... Without people like you, I mean, I really mean that. We need people like you. Thanks, so man. I appreciate that. Hey, man. So how can people see your work? How can people reach you? Um, you can go to my uh, social media, May Smarchy Films on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, Almir Records on YouTube. That's for, like, you know, music videos and um, the documentaries are there. Uh, I'm also working on my website that should be done pretty soon, which will be macemarchyfilms.com. Um, and yeah, man, just follow us because, you know, we, we, this year is going to be crazy. I, I already know this year is going to be crazy. Like, you know, we already got some, um, some, some tips that, you know, we're going to be doing some things and, and traveling and just doing a lot of stuff that, you know, that is, it, it's, it's starting to become, more of the dream job that, you know, that I always wanted. So, yeah, you know, so all we got to do is just keep on grinding, you know? Hell yeah. Well, kudos to you. And on that, spearhead out.